Hello and welcome to episode 22 of the Pump Up The Jam podcast. My name's Jess. And I'm Sam. Welcome back if you're a returning listener. Hi, if you're new. Buongiorno. Hola. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, I was just copying yeah. you again, sorry. That's alright. How are you? I'm alright. How was your month? Great. I finally got to see Tyler. Saw Tyler. I yeah, literally, happened. it was amazing. Just, I've never heard the crowd go that crazy. Obviously, I, just, I sent you some videos, and it yeah, was just, they're, they're literally amazing. so loud. And obviously, there was a little chant of, uh, fuck Theresa May, which, you know, You know, can't... who doesn't want that? Exactly. So, you that know, that was great. And obviously, he came out in his eagle outfit. outfit. Did he wear it the whole time? Yes, and was... Even the wig? Yeah. sweating? Yeah. Towards the end, he turned around, and you could literally see the wet patch on his back. Yeah. Because oh, he was wearing, like, a light blue suit. Light but, blue. I thought it was pink, his eagle outfit. No, he changes the colour oh, of it every... So I think all wants. three shows he did, he wore a different suit. So we went on the second night. Um, the first night we saw pictures of that randomly Kendall Jenner was just there. Nice. With the... Not, like, standing. She was up <clears throat> in the seat and bit. Random. But obviously yeah. they're friends. Um, all night, we randomly had Slow Tie appear. <laughs> Which was mental. Like you were texting me like... Uh... Well, no, but also, which was a little bit cringy. I don't know. I think if someone's that close to you, why are you filming them? Mm. I just think it's a bit weird. Can you imagine being filmed? Well, like... it's just like, if you're trying to chill out... Like, he wasn't there performing. He was no. just there to watch the show. Yeah. He clearly had some reserve seats down the front. Uh, oh, in the posh bit. Sort of. You know, the, the bit with the, um, like, bar stalls that bit no he just had oh. like comf- comfy, comfy seats sort of but he didn't sit there but then yeah uh just before tyler came on everybody spotted slow tie so obviously everybody on the um seated bit started cheering because they saw slow tie so that caused everybody downstairs to start cheering because they thought tyler was coming out oh, no. um, and loads of people just kept like coming up to slow time wanting pictures and he just sort of was like look like i'm not here not for here that. for that um, which I totally get. But then, yeah, Tyler was playing slow. Tyler literally was, like, so close to us. I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Um, but then, third night, he had Rex Orange County come out and perform, which was really annoying because I sort of wanted that on my night. <laughs> but, no, it was amazing. Like, honestly, insane. Could not have enjoyed myself anymore. Just living the dream. Living the dream. And it's just weird to sort of hear all of that stuff being performed live. And everybody just loving it at the same time. So, yeah. Cool. So, how was your month? Yeah, alright. I haven't really, I haven't had as much as a, of an exciting month as you. But, no, just... Things, life, yeah. Life. Baby. Work. He is cute, though. He's alright. No, and he's coming over to he's you. He's alright, he's coming over. He's on the move, this one. So this month we're going to do, album, as normal, we'll do. We'll go through the albums we've listened to in the last month, the singles, um, news, and then our theme for this month is samples. Yeah, yeah. I'm very excited. Cool. I know we say that every single month, and again we say that, but yeah, you can't beat a good sample. No, and I love a good sample. Yeah. There's so much out there at the moment, like recent samples mm. that I've tried to um stay away from if I'm honest yeah I think you 
briefly spoke about that last month, yeah. and I can name there was one song in your life. For God's sake, hate it. But no, I think a lot of mine are um, older songs. Oh, we'll see. We'll see. But yeah, we'll we'll get to that. <laughs> so albums. Yeah. So first one is Posty. Obviously, holiday holidays. <laughs> what? Hollandaise. <laughs> Hollywood's bleeding. <laughs> so it's 17 songs, 51 minutes, and four seconds. Did you listen to it? Yeah, I did. A couple I of times, actually. I think it's a bit more poppier than his poppy. other albums. There's mm. nothing wrong with that. But sort of, when he released Circles for the first time, I was sort of a bit like, oh. Mm. I was a bit like, it's poppy. This is not what I expect from Posty. Yeah. But hearing circles in the album, it makes, it makes more, more sense. sense. And I actually, I really enjoy that song now. Yeah. And um, the one from Into the Spider Verse as well. Uh, Sunflower. Sunflower. That that makes more sense to me now. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I agree. I'd agree with what you're saying. It's much more poppy than I had expected. expected but yeah. I do feel like that's where he's going. Like, because his first album yeah. was really raw mm-hmm. and not not very shiny mm-hmm. and then as they've gone on they've just got more produced yeah I yeah think. yeah so they're more studio-y yeah yeah i think that's fair fair to say yeah i'm not i'm um, keen on the ozzy osborne uh... i was gonna say what the flip and there's this whole <laughs> joke going around where they're like oh posty um <laughs> so some people understand that it's a joke and some people don't and it's really funny <laughs> so basically people were like joking and being like oh it's nice to see Post Malone showing support to unknown artists oh my god <laughs> but it's a joke yeah. and obviously the like metal heads are taking it so seriously and they're like what how dare you but obviously it's a joke but it's a bit random especially for this album i think isn't it it doesn't really fit with the rest of it like it's cool if you actually think about it but i just i not needed really i don't think it was needed it's not one of my faves of the album definitely not what are your faves my faves are i'm gonna be um this sort of reminds me of that show i talk about friday night lights that like american football i don't know it just seemed a bit more like Again, raw, sort of. Yeah, old posty. Yeah. Um, loving the scissor feature, staring yeah. at the sun. That's oh, one of my favourites. Just love so good. her I voice. I love her, generally. Yeah, just seeing her sort of pop up, I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. She's, you know, relevant at the moment, but her, her voice is amazing. And then also Sunflower is my, one of my faves. The only other one I've got is Allergic. I really like Allergic. Mm. That's one of my favourites. I've played that quite a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I think we've said this before in the past that Posty sort of loves a long album, where this is sort of long, but his other albums are like eighteen songs and they're over an hour. Mm. The whole album, where this is sort of under an hour, but I didn't mind it so much. I found like his, as much as I love his other two albums, sometimes I do feel like it sort of drags on a little bit. Where yeah. this one, don't mind it so much. No, but I think. Yeah. It's alright. I just think he, yeah, as you said, I think maybe he's just going down that poppy route. Yeah. Don't I mind it. I no. just, Ozzy Osbourne, I don't understand. I don't understand that either. No. What have you been listening to? Professor Green mm. released an EP called MOTH. Oh. 
Matters of the Heart nice. stands for. So it's six songs, 20 minutes. I'm a big fan of Pro Green. Mm-hmm. I know he's a bit, a little bit marmite, isn't he? He's a bit love or hate. I just I, sort I think of people not get annoyed by his. Well, Ian particularly gets annoyed by his voice. Doesn't like it. But one, that's like a unique selling point of his. USB, or, yeah. Um, <laughs> also, just him as a person. Person. I person. Can't, I can't speak. <laughs> oh, yeah. Him as a person. Like he. I think he's quite interesting. <laughs> Yeah, I think his like backstory and him as a person is quite interesting. Yeah, so, yeah, he is interesting. I mean, he's had a lot of you know mental health issues and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, the title track really good. There's a great um, female vocal on it um, and a really good kind of bass drop mm. at the end. It goes a bit drum and bassy and it kind of teases that through the song. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really, really liked that all. And then there's um, another, the other song that I really liked was Got It All, um, featuring Alice Carter. Really, really catchy, yeah. dancey kind of song. And then Bad Decisions, um, which has got a really, and again, a D&B vibe about it. And that features someone called Nali. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's how you say their name. N-A-H-L-I. Mm. Um, but no, really good, lovely EP. I really like Pro Green, so I was happy. Um, so my next one, Hobo Johnson finally released his second album. So this is called The Fall of Hobo Johnson. So his first one was called The Rise of oh, Hobo Johnson. Clever. This one's The Fall of Hobo Johnson. What would the next one do? Don't know. I was thinking <laughs> of that. I was like, what else could the you do? down. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's 13 songs, 37 minutes. 33 seconds um you definitely tell that like he had more of a budget to work with and that's no disrespect but it's you just kind of hear the sound quality is better than his first album um again i don't know if he sort of produced it or he had help but i definitely get the vibe that he had like an actual studio to work with rather than just doing it like at home in his basement or whatever um so that's cool yeah there's a couple of songs that again i'd already sort of heard that he posted a lot on facebook and youtube so i was sort of a bit surprised to kind of hear those okay because it's sort of like they're quite old from like a couple of years ago and they've yeah. popped up on the album but then i suppose you could say the same about posting sunflowers yeah that's true yeah yeah Sorry. No, it's all right. Just, it is true, no. because that's sort of from that soundtrack, isn't yeah. it? And they sort of like, oh, I can just this add that. This one did really well, so I'm going to pop it add on it my album. album. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's cool sort of seeing, because Hobo Johnson, how he sort of, his performance is very raw, and sort of seeing it live is different to how it is recorded. Mm. Yeah, because some of his stuff is sort of ad-lib to a certain extent. So yeah, it was interesting to sort of see how it transferred over from being like live to recorded there was some auto tune parts in it and you know i'm a little bit hit and miss with auto tune yeah not loads but there's one song that i was a bit like oh I don't why are you doing this um there's an interesting song called you and the cockroach so it's sort of it's like a story um and it's basically like how we go through this cycle it starts off saying that like we came from fish and then we needed basically he is covering it all yeah basically <laughs> no, he literally is it's sort of he says you know that we sort of need 
politics or we need sort of like a government to sort of do this and da da da. Mm. But then it transpires that this orange <laughs> guy orange. is also warring with another guy that's got like a bowl cut with chubby fingers. Oh, wonder who he's talking about. Um, and that, yeah, it then causes like a massive war. And then they always say that cockroaches would survive, you know, mm. like a, uh, bombs or whatever. So then it starts that cycle again of the cockroaches sort of needing religion, politics. Ooh. But yeah, it's, it's interesting. Um, yeah. That's all I can kind of say because it's, it's more of a story than it is a song. Okay. But yeah. Um, so my favourites were Ugly Kid and I Want a Dog. <laughs> you seem really unsure. I well, no, want... because I put I want you a dog. <laughs> that's, oh, not the, that's, not that's not the right thing. Well, no, I, I want, want a dog. dog. Yeah. Um. So the next one I listened to was the Night Elm on Main Street Part One, mm-hmm. which is me, uh, Michael Payne. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. So um, it's eight songs, thirty minutes. Is it Michael or Mikkel Payne? It's Michael. Okay. But Michael. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, so he's obviously been gone for a little while. Yeah, we we saw him live. He supported um, Rizzle Kicks, didn't he? And he was amazing. That was many and I've a year liked ago. him since then. I've kind of listened to him. This album uh, is is really good. It's got a really eighties video game movie vibe. Oh, like cool. All of the tracks sound really eighties video gaming. Yeah. The title track, the video for that is amazing. It's basically this little kid who goes in and puts an actual videotape in a VCR and Love watches that. the video. And yeah. it's, it's Mike Hill, you know, mm. doing its thing. Um, yeah, really good, really good album. Really enjoyed it. It's only half an hour, it's only eight songs, oh, but yeah, cool. part one makes me feel like there's going to be a part two. Well, you would hope so. <laughs> so another 30 minutes. Yeah. At least. Cool. Um, so, yeah, the title track, The Night Elm on Main Street, is really, really good. And um, the other song I really liked was What Have We Become, which feats Merxton, Adeneke, Zen, and Joshua Idenham. I don't think I've said any of their names right. <laughs> but yeah, it's a good song. It's a thought that counts. It's, it's a thought fine. that counts. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I will have to... It's this good. I really enjoyed it. And it is the 80s kind of gaming sounds are really cool. Mm-hmm. Like, and it runs through the album. So the next one I listened to was Blink 182's album 9. Okay. So it's... <laughs> Look at the disappointment in my voice on that. Okay. It's 15 songs, which is 41 minutes, 47 seconds. And that is just too long. Too long to be listening to anything that Blink-182 releases. <laughs> savage. Even <laughs> Noah's like, that's absolutely savage. But yeah, as savage as it seems, I think it's just a bit too long to be listening to anything that Blink-182 makes these days. I know it sounds really horrible, Harsh. but the issue is, is that they're still singing about teen angsty stuff when they're they're married they've got children exactly and that's my issue is that they're not rapping it all just sort of rapping (laughs) it all sort of blends together all sort of sounds the same and they're talking about how she doesn't love me and and i'm like i'm sick of it 
blink. You should be doing something else with your careers. Horrible, just I know. You know. I know there's the singing about what you know and writing what you know, but they need to get over their teenage years. Yeah, and it's sort of like you remember the lyrics, but not because the songs are good. It's just because it's catchy. Yeah. But again, that can sort of only get you so far. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't rush back to listen to that whole album. It was a little bit of a struggle to get through it once. <laughs> I'm at a in one horrible. Go. Yeah. Shit. Just to try and get it over and done with. <laughs> oh, my God. But, that's, that's, not, that's not a rave review, is it? Uh, listen no, to it, it might, one go to get it over and done with. It might be your thing, but I have just sort of outgrown... Like, obviously, yeah, I like listening to old blink but that's maybe for like a nostalgia point of view but i think if you're still producing new music that is still the same as you were releasing 10 years ago you've got a bit of an issue yeah i agree says the girl that has no background in music or nothing (laughs) i'm sorry blink i do love you but yeah so i'll just put the first song off the album called the first time Lovely. And that's all I'm going to say about that. <laughs> and that's all I'm going to say about who are you for it comes. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all I got to say about that. <laughs> um, so the next album that I'm going to talk about is, um, I don't know how to say his name, whether it's Gashi or Geishi. G-A-S-H-I. And it's, the song, the album is mm. self-titled. I've never heard of him before. It was literally just one that came up on you might like. It was a recommended one to listen to um, from Apple Music. I really flipping love it. Oh, cool! So it's um, sixteen songs, fifty-four minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of got a post Malone weekend vibe. Mm-hmm. It does that kind of rap singing melancholy thing yeah yeah i quite like it i love the album he's got an amazing voice um so yeah he is um a libyan born ethnic albanian refugee oh my god who found home as a youth in brooklyn nice yeah and he's just just it's just a really good storyteller he's got a good flow um, and I just really loved the album. I've listened to it a few times over the course of the month. Mm-hmm. Um, my favourite song on there is Safety. It features a war. It's got DJ Snake involved in it. Mm-hmm. It's quite dancey. Um, and the other two songs I really like are called Disrespectful and The Source. Oh, nice. As in sources and ketchup, not as in The, the source. source of All Power. Oh, yeah, really good. Definitely recommend him. <laughs> the whole album's amazing. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Um, so the last one I want to speak about, um, so it's a bit odd because I haven't actually listened to this EP. So basically Amir Van, who used to be in Brockhampton, mm. got kicked out for sexual misconduct allegations. He has, yeah, released an EP. Okay. Um, so six songs, 16 minutes, 36 seconds. Now, as I said, I haven't listened to it. However, I have listened to two songs. Mm. Um, so the EP is called Emmanuel. First off, I think the all caps is a little thing to Brockhampton. Okay. Um, but the two songs that I have listened to, uh, the first one I think is called Emmanuel. Yeah. <sighs> 
the reason why I don't really want to listen to the EP is because even just listen to the first two songs he released, it's very, like... I think, in my opinion, right, so whether the allegations are true or not, I think him coming back and basically trying to make people feel sorry for him isn't the way to go. I think if you're coming back, you need to just start fresh and not do that. that He's He's sort of like basically saying that because he grew up in a household where that kind of thing happened. It's okay. And it's not even like he's apologising for anything. It's pure feel sorry for myself. Um, And also he fights back at Bronkhampton basically saying that he was the best member there yeah basically making all wow. their money by talking about the situation <coughs> whoa so he's got a victim complex is that what we're pretty saying? much and that's why i don't really want to listen to the ep because i'm not all about that like i'm for you know telling a story yeah but also like people make mistakes and move on and all of that stuff but as I said, I think if you're coming back, I don't think that's the correct way to go about it. That you, one, you're not even said sorry. You're basically just trying to make excuses. Mm. And then I'm again, it on the fact that you, that he, yeah, was brought up in that sort of, oh, yeah, so that's okay. Witnessed it. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's exactly what I said. And it just pisses me off, quite frankly, because yeah. it just is annoying. Um, and then yeah, just saying that Brockhampton are basically getting all their money by using Amir's, like, all that shit that went down. And I'm just like, get over yourself. And that that's not what they're doing either. And he's just showing, like, that he's quite one-dimensional, I think. And childish. You would want to come back and just be like, you know what, this is new me. Actually. And just not even talk about it, maybe. Yeah. But the fact that you're talking about it, trying to make excuses, and then you're not even apologising, I'm a bit like, why are you even doing this? But I just thought I'd bring it up because I think it's quite interesting yeah. that he could have gone... It was a 50-50. He could have gone one way or the other and he decided to go with the obvious yeah. I'm going to fight back and play on the drama, which... Yeah. Boring. But anyway, just thought I'd bring that up. <laughs> Boring. Um, so my final one is Dermot Kennedy, Without mm-hmm. Fear. So he's finally released it as an album rather than an EP. Mm-hmm. So lots of the songs that we've already heard... Yeah. But then some new ones added in. He, I've said it before, he's got a beautiful voice. Yeah. I really love it. Um, I listened to him do uh, an interview with uh, Ramesh Raganathan on mm-hmm. Hip Hop Save My Life. And he is quite, he, he really likes hip hop. Mm. Um, he he is basically like I can't I can't rap. That's not for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I like it, and I and I know what I like, and I like what I know. Yeah, exactly. Kind of thing, which is pretty much where I stand on the whole of music. Well, <laughs> like, yeah. I can't do any of it, but I like what I know, mm. and I know what I like. Yeah. And yeah, so he I it was really interesting listening to him, hearing the album that got him into hip hop made me like what was Woo! it? It was <laughs> it's not the best hip hop album ever at all, really. Um it is fifty cent in the club. <laughs> Get rich or die crying, even hey. not in the club. Um and I was just like, Do you know what? Yeah, and it's not and it's just because he's good like like they have a whole conversation about it, the fact that you know, it's not that 50 Cent is actually... 
Amazing. You know, the best. Yeah. It's that he he can make a hit. Oh, what a percent. He can get a hook. Mm-hmm. He that that dude. He's all about the hooks, mm-hmm. and he knows how to do it, and he knows what a good hook sounds yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. And you that album put on like a hip hop playlist, and any Fifty Cent. Whoa, Noah. I know you love Fifty Cent. But yeah, any type of Fifty Cent song comes on, you're like, yeah, yeah. I'm ready to party. And every birthday, I always send <laughs> in, in, like, go shorty, it's your birthday. Go shorty, it's, it's your birthday. We're going to party like it's your birthday. birthday. We're going to sip a card like it's your birthday. <laughs> and you know we don't give up because it's your birthday. Hey. <laughs> I love that song. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, so the songs that I want to highlight on there are Power Over Me. I know, I've mentioned it every time mm. I talk about him. I just love that song um lost and outnumbered nice i keep hearing outnumbered it's brilliant on the that's radio. why so singles uh, oh monthly burp monthly burp <laughs> um so the first one i want to speak about is uh by kalela I think that's how you say her name. Camilla. I'm not doing well on the names today. Um, this song's called LMK, which is Let Me Know. Mm-hmm. Um, R&B vibes. She's got a great voice. Mm-hmm. And I just really like it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's it. Just really. I just like really like it. Um, my first one. So Green Day are coming back. Wow. They're coming back. They're doing... Well, not like they... They just like haven't been around really for... Anywhere. Yeah. Um... But they've basically announced that they're doing a tour with... So it's Green Day, Fall Out Boy, and Weezer. Okay. Um, that's happening for some reason. Not sure how I feel about that. But they've released a song called Father of All, and I sent it to you. Yeah. I really like it. I think it's nice, refreshing. That Obviously, you would be able to listen to it and be like, oh, it's Green, it's Green Day, Day, but it's not like... Oh, okay. Oh, it's green day. oh it, yeah. It's the same. It's they sort of change it up in a little. Um, and I just, yeah, it's kind of nice hearing them come back yeah. and me sort of be. It's always nice, like an old excited. friend. Yeah. Seeing an old friend. They pop back in and I'm like, hi. Yay. Hi, Billy Joe. Nice hi. to see you. Love you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the next one I want to speak about is Mahalia Simmer, which features Burner Sim, Boy. Um, and it has got a sample. Of Beanie Man, who oh, getting the samples already. Um, really dance hall vibes. Yeah, Um, it's catchy. She's got an album coming out soon, so I'm really excited about that. It's Uh, catchy, really catchy. Love it, and I love that sample. My next one is Joel Corey. I think that's how you say his surname. Sorry. Now this is sort of like a summer end of summer tune, I reckon. <laughs> but it's sort of like a clubby end of summer jam and again I keep hearing it um on the radio and I just can't ever switch it off whenever I hear it. I really like it. Mm. Do you hate it? I hate it. Why? You're I singing it, like are you? Yeah, I know that's because I like that that song, the actual song that it's on. Oh, okay. Um but me and Ian turn it off when it comes on. I really like it. Sorry. 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 <laughs> um, so the next song that I like is called Come Here Beer. Come um, Here Beer. It's by Jam, Baxter and Lee Scott. Mm. Um, I really like their album title that this song is from, which is Happy Hour at the Super Fun Party Down Mega Mix 4000. Fucking hell. What an album title. Oh yeah, have you heard their new album? Super Mix. <laughs> <laughs> 
great. Um, it's a really moody, like, rap song. Sorry, I, I can just, just really imagine like them. It. They're, like, pitching the idea or they're just sat around and they're like, what should we call this album? And then I it know. just, they add a word. <laughs> it goes around people yeah. and everyone adds a word. I Sorry. think we should just uh, add 4,000 at the end. Yeah, why not? <laughs> um, but, yeah, just a really moody rap song. I like it. My next one is Louis Capaldi. Now, obviously, weird, because when I listened to the album, I liked it, but I was sort of like, don't really relate to this situation. Not saying that I do now. God, (laughs) I realised that was a bit dramatic. But his song Bruises, I just really like it. I really like his voice in it. So his voice generally is really Yeah, he's just really good. And I just keep hearing it and I'm like, you know what? He is a powerhouse. He's a Scottish <laughs> legend. I think that following him on Instagram has made me love his music. Yeah. Like, I literally, when I hear a song now, I'm like, yes, Lewis. That's what I mean. He's and like I, my friend. Yeah. And I, it wasn't before. I just wasn't, it wasn't for me. And, but now I'm just like, I'm in. Yeah. I'm really in with Lewis. Um, so the next one I want to talk about, I know that you dislike, but mm. I think it's quite catchy. It's Don't Call Me Angel, which is Ariana, Miley <laughs> and Lana Del Rey. Yeah, not a fan. I just really, I really like it. I find it, I always sing along to it when it comes on. I really hate Lana Del Rey. <laughs> do you see, I really like Lana I just Del Rey. hate her it's bit in it. that I don't like. Oh, I really like Lana Del Rey. I do not. It. I do not vibe with Lana. Oh. I think she's overrated, if I'm honest. Never listened to that album, though, but everybody just... It's really good. It is catchy. I will give you that. <laughs> Thanks. Don't call me Angel. Yeah. So my last one is a throwback. Now, this, like, a mega, mega, mega throwback. So it's Frank Sinatra, That's Life. Now, obviously, you're going to be like, why Why the song? Well, I went to see Joker. Now, this is, I think, my movie of the year. It's incredible. I can't stop thinking about it. So much so, I've actually seen it twice in the cinema. Have you? (laughs) Yeah. Because it's so good. Joaquin Phoenix is incredible. And it's interesting seeing a movie that focuses on, like, mental health and sort of seeing his journey through that okay and it's not just violence which is interesting but i really enjoy it um and yeah this song features heavily in the movie and yeah it's just super cool okay that's life fair enough you just have to watch it to see i will i need to watch it i do want to see it honestly it's incredible. So the last song that I single that I've been listening to is "Be Honest," mm-hmm. uh, which features again features Burner Boy, mm-hmm. and it's Georgia Smith. Mm-hmm. I just keep hearing it all the time. Mm-hmm. It's on everything. The video is a bit weird. I haven't seen the video. But the video, it's not really weird, but there's a bit in it where she's just got a fly on her face and it really annoys me and I don't know why. Like, it's part of the video that she's got this, like, fly, fly. or bug or something on her face. What, it's just crawling around? it crawls around? around on her face. Yeah. And I don't know why that's a thing and why it's on there. Um, but I really like that song. Okay. Yeah. Great. <laughs> great, great. No, Georgia Smith is. I feel like everybody loves her at the moment. She's got um, a brilliant voice. Burner Boy, obviously a you're a boy, fan. Apparently, I, I like. Yeah. Which I didn't realise till just then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Record of the month. Well, I think it's only right that my record of the month is Tyler. 
<laughs> so I've done new magic wand just because that got the crowd going absolutely crazy. Um, and when he was on stage, he was like, right, this is sort of one of the first songs he played. And he was like, right, I'm going to play my uh, most famous song off of Igor. So everybody was like, earthquake, yeah. <laughs> and he was like, no, you are wrong. <laughs> <laughs> You're all and then wrong. he went into this. So yeah, just really cool. <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant. But literally, I was like, oh my God, earthquake. I was like, already, what? And then he was like, no, you're all wrong. <laughs> <laughs> You're all wrong. That's not my most famous song from no. this album. Obviously, it is. <laughs> um, so, my record of the month is also a throwback. Mm. It is Stranger Things, which is Joyner Lucas and Chris Brown. Mm. Been on a bit of a Joyner Lucas kind of thing mm-hmm. this month. And this song keeps coming on. I just love it. I just really like it and it's just really catchy and good okay. and Chris Brown as a feature is always okay <laughs> okay well, I'd rather him okay. on a feature than on an album and we'll go into that yes we'll in get news. into that okay Lovely. news Jess told me Chris Brown's album Indigo mm. you sent me a link they've released and he's released an extended version mm-hmm. now any hardcore listeners of this show will know that that album is already on our chart as as long as an album can get. Yeah. That's... Now it's even longer than its own thing. I think it's like an added 35 minutes, 36. I think. There you go. 36, 36 minutes added on to an already long album. I know I committed to listening to those 36 minutes. I still haven't done it. Yeah. I just can't bring myself to do it. I might do it later. Whilst I'm working. But the mm. thing is, it sounds like a chore, and you don't want music to be a chore. I literally feel like it's going to be a job. Like, I feel like that's part of a job. Great. No, it's not for me. Yeah, so... We'll see. There might be some good things in it, like... How much music does this man write that it needs to be... Does he write it all? I don't know. He must just always be doing... Like, he must not do anything else. Because I imagine, like, with artists... Like, they make an album, and in the process, they have to sort of choose what songs do and don't go on the album. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas he literally just puts everything on there. Yeah, I feel like... And he had extra like... songs to put on. Where has he found To it? an already long-ass album. I don't know what's happening. I'm not going to listen to it. You can do that. <laughs> you can take one for the team, as you said, and do that. Thanks. Yeah. Um, so, my bit of news. Now, this is sort of old it's um it was early september this happened um but wiley i was i was driving either i think i was driving to work or um and bbc radio one um basically do like a versus the world thing Mm, and they had wiley on there it was bbc one extra sorry um yeah did like a versus the world saga bit but it had wiley on it and rather than doing like fun things, he was just going in on Ed Sheeran. Like it wasn't, it wasn't like he said one thing. He kept going, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Bear in mind, Wiley's like what? He's like forty years old. Yeah, and he's um, normally the one who's like telling people. But yeah, basically, he has branded Drake and Ed Sheeran as culture vultures. Um, so basically I think he's trying to say that they jump on certain cultures 
to make themselves more successful. Um, I'm surprised why he's beefing with Drake, in all honesty. Yeah. I sort of get the whole Ed thing, but Drake, what, why is he doing that? One of the things he said was, I'm not mad at Ed Sheeran, because he said, you need me, man, I don't need you. Uh, but Ed, the other day, mate, you had to use grime to tip your song over the edge. Um, so obviously he's talking about the whole Stormzy song. Yeah, but him and Stormzy are friends. I just, yeah. Basically, Wiley told Dottie, and she's the one that works on BBC uh, One Extra, that Ed Sheeran shouldn't use grime in his music because we're not allowed to use you or anything that you do, claiming that the relationship between Ed and grime musicians is not mutually beneficial. So, so it says that Wiley featured on Ed's number five collaborations EP, Mm. um, and this was before Ed was mainstream, um, and featured grime artists on every song. He doesn't feature grime artists on every. Like I, I I take. I I don't agree with this. Like I normally, Mm. I'm normally on Wiley's length uh, wavelengths, but I don't think that. Ed Sheeran has got famous off of having grime artists on his... No, I don't think so either. Uh, he, he is famous in his own right. And I'd, I'd say that him having Stormzy on that track when he did the Brits, or... Mm. Was it the Brits? Stormzy? Yeah. No, mm. no, Ed Sheeran. And then Stormzy came on and did that his bit in that song. Shape I of don't you. know. I can't remember. Whatever. You know, that's when... Everyone started losing their shit. Reading into this, what it seems like is that Wiley has like a bigger issue, I think. I don't think it comes to him. It's not really Ed, is it? Well, I think it is, but I I think it's deeper than just, oh, he's using grime. Mm. Um, Because it says, this is a quote from him. Listen, we helped that guy get into the picture. I'd done something for him. You, it's on his album, isn't it? So when I went on to do my one, I was told, you can't do this, Ed can't do the video, you can't use Ed, basically. He didn't want to stand up to his label. Oh. So it seems like Wiley's got a bit of a bigger issue with Ed than just him being a culture vulture, as he (sighs) describes. But yeah, he's been beefing with bloody Drake. Well, I don't think Drake's replied, but he's been trying. doesn't care. Yeah, so it says, listen, Ed Sheeran, you're a culture vulture and I'm not listening to you anymore. I've listened to you rip off Marvin Gaye. I've listened to you rip off everything. I see you do a tune the other day with Justin Bieber that sounds like a tune from Sting. No one is not saying nothing about that, though. So I'm not listening. I'm finished with these people, I swear to God. And then said he's just a pagan. Brilliant. (laughs) So I sort of get it. But I feel like there's an underlying deeper yeah, issue. Obviously quite upset, isn't he? Yeah. Blimey. <laughs> <laughs> Went off on one, Wiley. Yeah. You okay? You I know that meme, you okay, hun? That's what I mean. It's like he's 40 years old. Like, is he all right? He doesn't normally... But he doesn't need to be beefing no, with people. But anyway... We'll see. My other news isn't really news news. News news, it's yeah. It's not news news. Like, it's not been in the news. Okay. It's just news that to I you. want to impart to you. Oh, okay. I'm intrigued. Okay. Let's go. So, you know, Ian moved us from Spotify to Apple Music. Yeah. And you were like, oh, God, we can't do the whole thing at the end of the year now where we look back on songs. Yeah. 
Well, the new update, they released this thing called Shortcuts. Okay. On the iPhone. And some genius mm. out there has taken forever mm-hmm. to create a shortcut mm-hmm. that goes through your Apple Music mm-hmm. and shows your most played Interesting. for a year. And you can go in and you just you put the year in yeah. and it will do it. So I did it just to test it. And it did my most played so far for 2019. Interesting. Um, yeah. He's got the shortcut wrapped. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. You've well, completely stolen it from Spotify. I say he. Fair, I don't even know if it's he. Yeah, yeah you're just, just assuming yeah, that this person's terrible. gender could be a robot for all you I know, know. I know. But yeah. Wrapped, yeah. <laughs> so there you go. At least you can um, still call it the same. Yeah, we'll be able to do it at the end. 2019 wrapped. Probably doesn't do all the, the same things no. as Spotify. No. But it does tell you what your main genre is. It tells you the top 100 songs you've listened to in 2019. So it's basically... So it's pretty much the yeah. same. It saves them as a playlist for you into uh, <laughs> Apple Music. <laughs> so um, I was quite happy with mine so far this year, to be fair. Oh, cool. Although I don't think it is representative of the whole year. I don't think mine is. move over yeah. uh, for the whole year. So um, at the moment there is... <laughs> There's a lot of gold, um, gold link. I thought you were going to say <laughs> garbage. I was like, sorry, what? There's a lot of gold link. Yeah. He's my, so at the moment, my favourite artist, which I wouldn't deny, actually. Yeah. Because at the moment, he actually is. Mm-hmm. I listen to a lot of that album. Um, and my most played song is Vossy Bop, so we'll see if that's still the same <laughs> at the end of the year. Okay. Me and a lot's happened. do vibe to Vossy Bop quite a lot, so... Okay. Who knows? There's also some Hey Dougie on there. Oh, fuck off. I'm sorry. Hey but... Dougie. Noah loves it. Noah's going to be ecstatic about that. Yeah. Top 100 yeah. Hey Dougie's on there like five times. <laughs> Great. So, main theme. Main Already. Theme. We're doing well. So, we... I can't remember how we came up with this one. You. It was you. I think it was I just... you. You messaged me. I can't remember Something what happened. it was. I think I was just working... And you heard a sample. Yeah, and then I was just like, you know what? That would be an amazing theme. Because then I was sort of thinking about all the songs that I love with a good sample. Um, So, yeah, we're just sort of doing our fave samples. Obviously, there's so many out there Mm. that it's sort of hard. And once I then started to, like, think about it, my brain just wouldn't... I couldn't think of loads. it's really shit, isn't it? Yeah, because then I was like, but I I know so many and now I I can't think of any. And even more annoying for me is that I had to start again mm. because I can't find my book. <laughs> because, dear listeners, I'm losing my marbles. No, you're not. You're just bit. going through a time. <laughs> I'm losing my marbles. But I have got some good ones. Yeah, but me I too. know that I'm going to find my book and be like, ah, oh, no. Damn it. <laughs> Damn it. Well, do you want to start then? You start. With okay. The song that... Right. So, obvious one. <laughs> Surely. Number one, Tyler, I Ain't Got Time. Now it samples Belshazzar Introduction. So that's also used on that song that you hate. Grooves in the Heart, that uh, sample's also used in that. And I just think it's a really cool introduction um, to that song. It sort of has that bit and then it just kicks into Ain't Got Time. Bitches. So I'm starting off with that one. Okay. So the first one that came to mind for me was 
I've got a woman, Ray Charles, as the original. Mm-hmm. Sampled in Gold Digger, Kanye. Yes, I've got that I too. I just freaking love that song. I don't care that it's Kanye. It's old, good Kanye. Yep. I have got a newer Kanye. I really hate that it's Kanye. I've I love got that too. I'm just marking it off. Just mark, mark it off. Mark it off. Mark it off. But also, though, I was reading into that, that that Ray Charles song is also inspired by another song by the Southern Tones called It Must Be Jesus. Ooh. So it's not like they sampled it, but it was inspired by this other song. So what I find quite interesting about samples is that, one, it can sort of be used across different songs mm. in different ways, but then also it's sort of like, ooh, that song could also have been a sample from another song. Mm. And, yeah... Obviously, hip-hop is sort of the main domain for that. I mean, yeah, I mean, hip-hop is bore of samples, yeah. isn't it? It's, but it's, it's born it, from that. It, yeah. I that's love how it came to be. To see how people, like, interpret it in different ways. And, again, sort of going back to my first one, sort of groovers in your heart compared to I Ain't Got Time. Yeah. Completely different songs, yeah. but use the same sample. Yeah. Same bass. Yeah. And it's, bass line. it's cool. Bass. Well, my second one is another Kanye song, (laughs) but it's Stronger, so it samples Daft Punk, Harder, Better, Faster, Stronger. Yeah, but (laughs) that is a sample, (laughs) because I went for Daft Punk. Yeah. Um, But that's a sample of Cola Bottle Baby by Edwin Edwin Birdsong. So it's crazy, isn't it? So it's cool, it's like how it's gone from there to there to there. Um, I really like that. Yeah. I love uh, that, I think. I found this um, website when I was sort of researching, because again, my mind went blank, and I was like, how am I not thinking? Is it sampled? Yeah, yeah, so it sort of shows the song, and then if that samples a song, mm. and if that's been used as a sample, yeah. if that makes sense. Yeah, and then it... Which the, is really cool. The only problem for me with that website, because I had a look at that also, yeah. is that some of them, so I've got one hit, I'll go into yeah. it, Holy Grail, Jay-Z and Justin Timberlake. Yeah. It lists that as having a sample of Nirvana smells yeah. like Teen Spirit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw but that too. But it doesn't really have a sample. They you oh, I suppose it does. Like there's a, a section in the bit in the middle where yeah. they sing the chorus. Here we are, Yeah. And it kind of goes into that music, but it, I wouldn't call that a sample. See, I'd call that a um homage yeah because i saw that on that website Mm. and then i sort of automatically then went to genius to look because genius are quite good with sort of listing Mm. samples and different things like that i mean i went i found a website that told you exactly where it was Mm. so i i whizzed to that bit and i was like oh yeah but i wouldn't call that a sample Mm. so i was it was quite difficult then to go from there yeah 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 okay um, so my next one is Dr. Dre, the next episode, uh, and it samples David McCallum, The Edge. Um, I just love hearing like the original compared mm. to how they use it because it just, yeah, especially with like old school hip hop like that, it just is really, really cool. Uh, the next one I've got is The Big Beat by Billy Squire, and that's um, used as a sample in Fix Up, Lick Sharp by Dizzy Rail School. Nice. I love that song. So got the big beat. That song. <laughs> My next one, um, and I felt really stupid about this, 
because it's really obvious but for some reason i just never knew it um so mia paper plane <laughs> it samples the clash straight to hell yeah but it's just for some reason i just never put the two together oh. i don't know why that's like one that was on my list as one that i like love because i love mia paper planes but again songs. like it's just so cool the use of samples literally can be used from any other genre and you've taken the Clash, a punk band, and put it into this cool alternative, like, what would you say MIA is? Because her music's quite different anyway, but... Paper Planes mm. is also <laughs> featured or sampled on Swagger Like Us mm-hmm. by T.I. Yeah. Featuring Jay-Z, Kanye West and Lil Wayne. Yes. And I love that song. So my next one is... So the song is Fade by Kanye, mm. and it's not my favorite. I don't really like this album, but I love this song, and it's one of the songs that I wish wasn't Kanye because that was at the point when I realised I didn't like him anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, and it it samples two songs, so Deep Inside by Hard Drive mm-hmm. and Can You Feel It, Mr. Fingers. So like dancey tunes, brilliant song, yeah, brilliant track. You just don't like Kanye. I just don't like Kanye. Kanye Taylor. Um, so my next one, I'm purely, again, it's just sort of like for the fact that it's taken a sample that's completely different to the type of music that he makes. So Puff Daddy, I'll Be Missing You, <laughs> samples the police every breath you take. Because they s- just totally changed <laughs> oh, that song. I got that. And it's sort of like the police song. Mm. What people hear when they listen to that song is completely different to what people feel when they listen to Puff Daddy. Puff Daddy. When they listen to Puff Daddy. Puff Daddy. <laughs> yes, darling. Um, so, the next one I want to do, one of my most favourite songs of all time, mm-hmm. uh, Destiny's Child Bootylicious, mm-hmm. samples Edge of Seventeen by Stevie Nicks. Mm-hmm. Which again is just so and cool. And they're just so it? different. And I love that. And I love them both. Too bootylicious, though, babe. I am. Um, <laughs> my next one is Ice Cube It Was A Good Day well, this good samples day. the Isley Brothers footsteps in the dark uh, my next one is one of my most favourite samples just the you can hear it so it's um, No Diggity Backstreet yep. and Dr Dre Grandma's Hands Bill Withers yeah. Grandma's ha- that that song is brilliant mm-hmm. like him I love that song yeah. I love him I love Bill Withers generally and I just that sample, that mmm, is amazing. And one song that you just can't, you can't skip. Can't skip, no diggity. We haven't done that, have we? What, the skippable? Yeah. Unskippable. Uh, no. Uh, so my next one is Wu-Tang, Cream, <laughs> um, and it samples the Charmels, As Long As I've Got You. Again, it's it's really cool sort of hearing the difference yeah. and that's what i kept doing is the like juxtaposition yeah oh like that it just is so cool so the next one i want to talk about is um apache by the incredible bongo band <laughs> featured on apache jump on it the sugar hill gang yeah any excuse to talk about that song because jump i flipping it. love it jump on it but it does always <laughs> remind me of dodgeball yeah always obviously so one <laughs> that I really like, and I know that you really like, is probably this is my most modern one actually. Is Drake, Nice for What, Lauren Hill, X Factor. Nice. Because it's great, that sample. It is good. And that Such song, a good sample. is both songs, great. Love it. Good. 
So my next one is I Keep Forgetting, which is Michael McDone. Um, regulate, Warren G. And yes. dogs. Keep listening to that, actually. It keeps popping up. Regulate. Oh, regulate? Yeah. My next one's Della Soul, Me, Myself and I, because, yeah, great song. Um, and that samples Funkadelic, Not Just, Knee Deep. Uh, so my next one is Why Can't We Live Together, which is Timmy Thomas, Drake Cell Phone. Timmy Thomas. <laughs> Timmy Thomas. Timmy Thomas, what Timmy a name. Thomas. I, yeah, I came across that purely by accident. Okay, my last one is Beyonce, Crazy in Love. And it samples the, how do you say that? The Chi Lights? Yeah. Are You My Woman? Tell Me So. Tell Me. Tell Me So. Just tell Am Me I So. Your woman? Are but, You My Woman? Yeah. Again, always love that song. So my last one is The Way It Is, Bruce Hornsby and The Range, um, which is um, Tupac Changes. Oh, nice. I love that song so much. Um, yeah. But again, there's, there's so many that you can choose. Um, yeah. And once you start of, um, start delving into that, there's so many songs that you're like, oh my God, that's got a sample in it. That does, that does. We literally could be here all day. And there's hundreds more that we've missed out. That's what I mean. As always, every time. There's probably ones that we've talked about on on previous episodes. I know there is. Yeah, there's loads. The fact that we Mm -hmm. speak about samples all the time. And um, well, maybe we could do a part two at some (laughs) point. Maybe we will do a part two. A recap. Yeah. That's it. Another episode done. Done. We're over. November will be the next one. Oh, it's nearly Christmas. And then it's nearly Christmas! Well, you need to brainstorm about what we're going to do. We need to brainstorm the Christmas episode, because we can't just do Christmas songs every Christmas. No. We need a spin. Or like alternative Christmas songs. I do love Christmas. Me too. But we have been talking about it for about six months. Yeah. So that's because, you know... I love Christmas! I love Christmas too. Mm. But, yeah. Um, I've forgotten what I'm doing. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm all distracted. Because he's chatting away. Everyone's here. Yeah. Um, I'm not used to having so many ears. People. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Um, so, as usual, you can follow us on our social media, Instagram, Twitter and Facebook Pump Up The Jam Pod um, you can email us at Pump Up The Jam Podcast and you can follow the playlist on Spotify and mm-hmm. Apple, Apple Music Pump Up The Jam Podcast I want to say it is for both of them yeah. Noah's obviously got very talkative on this so yeah if you've got any thoughts if there's any samples that you feel like we should have spoken about but we haven't <laughs> sorry it's mayhem in here today mayhem (laughs) mayhem um yeah any samples please just let us know and just any feedback any feedback speak to us we appreciate you never have these people in the background ever again yeah that'd Um, be great that'd be great but yeah anyway thank you for listening thank you we appreciate you we love you see you next month bye bye